Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. One of the biggest concerns on people's minds during the past year is having a stronger immune system. Well, today, we're covering how to do that. Andrea Beeman joins us next to share steps that you can take to boost immunity naturally. We're going to discuss foods and supplements, gut health, and lifestyle modifications that you can make today to help boost your immune system, combat disease, and attain the healthy life that you deserve. Don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest is a natural food chef, thyroid expert, holistic health coach, and herbalist. She was a featured contestant on Bravo's Top Chef and hosted the award-nominated show Fed Up. She's been recognized as one of the top 100 most influential people in health and fitness, received the award for excellence in health supportive food education from the Natural Gourmet Institute for Food and Health, and the Health Leadership Award from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. She's a sought-after keynote speaker sharing her message to audiences around the world. Her best-selling books include Happy Healthy Thyroid and The Whole Truth, How I Naturally Reclaimed My Health. Welcome back to the show, Andrea Beeman. Oh, thanks for having me. That's a tall order. How am I going to live up to all of that stuff? I know. I had to had to abbreviate. I said, I'm not going to sit here for 20 minutes to, giving her all her kudos. I had to abbreviate it. So I'm glad we have time to talk. <laughs> yeah, me too. We, we need it. People need it, especially now. They do. You know, let's talk immunity. You know, this pandemic's created germophobic, this mentality of everyone's afraid of germs. Now, some people are using hand sanitizers every 10 minutes. Doesn't being exposed to dirt and some germs actually help strengthen our immune system? You hit the nail on the head. It does. Being exposed to germs and viruses even will help to boost your immune system. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, you remember, I, I know that you're probably as old as I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you remember the boy in the plastic bubble in the 1970s? Oh, the yeah. movie, the boy John, in the plastic John bubble. John Travolta, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. He, he had no immune system and he, that, so he had to be encased in a completely sterile environment. But for those of us that that actually have immune systems, it's good for us to be exposed to the things in the environment because it actually builds up our immunity. Right. So these alcohol-based hand sanitizers, uh, they've been shown to destroy some of the good bacteria that we need. What do you recommend? Just typical hand washing or is there certain natural stuff that you, you push to? Yeah, I would recommend hand washing. And on top of that, I would recommend if anybody has the... Um, the space and the time and to plant a garden, actually put your hands in the dirt, <laughs> you know, and then clean them afterwards, but put your hands in the dirt because in the dirt, there's bacteria and there's um, fungi and there's things that actually boost up our immune system. Like there's, there've been studies that show that children that are raised on farms have a stronger immune system than people that are raised in the cities. And one of the reasons is that they're exposed to animals and dirt and nature and um, the outdoors, <laughs> right, instead of just city streets. Um, so um, you could certainly just use some soap and water. You know, the, if we're taking off, you know, on our skin, we have a layer of bacteria that we need for protection. And if you're constantly stripping that off, then you're literally going to be naked, <laughs> naked, sans, sans immunity when you're out in the world. So just plain old-fashioned soap and water. 
Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up about the kids playing in dirt because so many parents are afraid to let their kids go out and just get dirty. And I, I truly believe that's why uh, so much sickness is on the rise, and especially autoimmune disease. So I'm glad you brought that up. One thing I, you know, that really fascinated me that I learned in microbiology class is that the body is made up primarily of germs. We're literally petri dishes for bacteria and virus, and without germs we would die. What are some proactive steps we can take to combat the bad germs while keeping the good ones intact? Well, I mean, we can start on the inside by supporting our microbiome. So inside of our body, like we have an immune system, right? But the vast majority of our immune system lives in our gut. And in our gut, we need a diverse microbiome. So in order to support the diversity of your microbiome, which supports your immune system, we've got to start to eat foods, wholesome foods, natural foods, that the bacteria in our gut, because you said we're a Petri dish, which is true, the bacteria in our gut thrive on. Now, you could certainly sit, ho sit home and eat ho-hos and ding-dongs and <laughs> Snickers bars all day long, but then you're only going to be feeding one type of bacteria in your gut, and it will overpopulate and cause problems. What I'm talking about is eating wholesome food, a variety of foods, uh, fruit, nuts, seeds, vegetables, beans, grains, fish, meats, eggs, just a nice wide variety of foods that you give the bacteria in your body a diversity of things to munch on so that they thrive. And I, that's a great way to start to build the uh, the immune system. That's great. You know, I'm glad you brought up the gut because Hippocrates, the father of medicine, said all disease begins in the gut. And modern science today, it's proven him him right. That's it's, it's all correct. It really, we need to focus on the gut. What are some things people are doing wrong when it comes to the immune system? Is there certain things that we should be avoiding that you're seeing everybody do and it cringes you to see it happening? Oh, gosh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just across the board, everything, like what I see what people are doing, you know, like they're just destroying their immune system and destroying their gut. You know, I'm talking about like rounds and rounds and rounds of antibiotics, right? So you talked about the um, antibacterials externally on the skin, but let's say somebody gets um, an ear infection, a sinus infection, a this infection, a that infection, a cold, a flu immediately running for antibiotics and taking antibiotics. And they're over time destroying the internal bacteria that is there to support them. The antibiotic goes off in the system like a little atom bomb and destroys everything, right? Kills the infection, but kills everything. Um, so I, I think that overusing antibiotics when they're not necessary is harmful to the gut and harmful to the immune system. As well as, like I said earlier, you know, if we're eating just sugar, 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 we're only feeding one type of bacteria in the gut, plus we're crashing our immune system. Yeah. So we need a diverse diet, and we need to be more conscious about the medications that we take. Yeah, so true. You know, you bring up the antibiotic. The word's kind of trying to tell us something, folks. The word anti means against, and biotic means life. The word means yes. against life. <laughs> I mean, if people yeah. break it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, hello. They go, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, it's trying to warn me, but we do it anyway. Yeah. What about what about herbs? I know there's so many out there being touted for their immune-boosting properties. you got echinacea, olive leaf, golden seal, ginseng. Are there any that you found to be helpful that you do recommend? Yes. So um, golden seal is a natural antibiotic, right? So I wouldn't use that right. to boost the immune system, but if somebody gets an infection, it's amazing um, to help bring down the infection but not kill off all your bacteria, right? It's not like the 
the um, uh, man-made antibiotic. This is the more natural version. But to boost immunity, there are some classic herbs that have been used for thousands of years, Dr. Friedman. Uh, let's look at reishi mushroom first and foremost. So reishi mushroom is a mushroom of longevity. And it's been used for literally thousands of years, and it boosts the immune system and supports the kidneys. And in Chinese medicine, the kidneys carry our essence of life, right? When the kidney energy wanes, uh, we'll start to lose our hearing, lose our eyesight, immune system crashes. The whole body starts to um, break down. So reishi mushroom supports the kidneys. And if you look at um, the kidneys... well, I don't want to. I don't want to go too far off base. But if we look at the kidneys, the kidneys are responsible for the bone marrow, right? And what is what right. develops in the bone marrow? Well, immune a lot system. of stuff develops in the bone marrow. Yeah, but, a lot of it. <laughs> but, but specifically, we have immune cells that are born in the bone marrow. So, um, if you if you're talking about supporting the immune system so that you could be um, more vital and stronger here right now. Uh, to boost your immunity, then let's look to strengthen the kidneys and strengthen the bones and strengthen the marrow and make the good um, good immune production yeah. right from where it yeah. starts. So I think reishi mushroom is amazing. And you can get it in tincture form. You can get it in pill form. It's actually water-soluble, uh, the constituents in the reishi mushroom. Um, so I would use that one. Also, uh, there's another herb that, that's from the Fabiaceae family, and it's called astragalus root. So this is another one to boost both, both red and white blood cells and support the immune system. So these two, like if you combine reishi and astragalus root together, this is a powerhouse of nutrition for immunity. Like really, really good stuff. So it's the dynamic duo of immunity. That's the. So I don't know which one's Batman, but it sounds like the reishi mushroom you're putting in the, in the, in the pilot seat. <laughs> That's right. The astragalus root would be the Robin to the Batman. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Hey, what about uh, seasonal allergies? You know, they're upon us. Is there anything recommended that, that you suggest that are tailored specifically for allergy relief? Yeah. So, like, um, a, a couple of things. The first is you spoke about uh, the gut. You said that all disease begins in the gut. And I think it was Hippocrates that said that, right? So, um, according to ancient medicine, when you're having an allergic reaction to something, it's that the gut is overwhelmed with phlegm. Right. It's um, that you're getting access to pollens that are normal in the environment, but your body becomes overwhelmed with phlegm. It has like an excitatory response to it, to the, the pollen or the antigen or the allergen or whatever it is. So when you're having this allergic reaction, one of the best things to do is to, believe it or not, go out into nature to where <laughs> to the things that you're allergic to. <laughs> go out into nature and get small doses of it. And one of the ways that you can do this is by um, taking the local honey to where you live. Like everybody touts, eat honey, eat honey to reduce allergies and all that stuff. But you can't, if you live in Ohio, you can't take the honey from uh, Hawaii and think that that's going to support you uh, and reduce the allergies. That's not the way that it works. Because there's a fauna where you live, all of the, the flora and the fauna, right, the, the wild, let's talk about the flowers and the pollen. The bees in your environment, let's 
let's say, where you are. Um, the bees fly from flower to flower and tree to tree, and they pick up the pollens on their little body, and they bring it back to the hive. And those little pollens go into the hive and eventually into the honey that's being prepared. So if you want a allergy shot, then you take the honey from the local bees in your environment. It's the same thing if you go to the doctor, you go to the allergist, and they give you an allergy shot. What they're giving you is a small, minuscule amount of the thing that you are allergic to. So if you take the honey from the bees and the flowers, uh, from the environment where you live, you're getting small, little, minuscule bits of the pollens and the antigens and the other things that you, you may be having an allergic reaction to. So have some local honey. Put it in a salad dressing. Uh, put it in your tea. Um, but certainly, it's, it's a simple, simple fix. But like I said, you can't take the honey from Australia if you live in America. Right. <laughs> it has to be yeah. the, it, the environment where you live. So like I live in New York State. So for me, it would be either Pennsylvania honey or New York honey or uh, New Jersey honey or something like that. Something within like a 300-mile radius. Yeah, I love that you brought that up. You know, when you said local, I thought, oh, that's going to be your typical answer, like buy your fruits and vegetables from a local farmer. No, I mean, you, 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 you obviously that's better, but for your immune system, you, you're getting the, the stuff in your town that you're allergic to. Bingo. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You hit the nail on the head. I love it. I'll tell you what. Hey, let's talk about something that wreaks havoc on the immune system. We can't not discuss this. The big word, stress. You get all this doom and gloom oh, news, social media mayhem. What advice can you offer to help people unplug and find some inner happiness? Yes. So the first thing that I would tell them to do is to shut off all of the news except for your show. They can keep <laughs> your show on. <laughs> but... Turn off all of those crazy news feeds that are touting doom and gloom and death is coming for you at every turn of the corner. Um, it's not good for your health. It's not good for your mental status. It's not good for your spirit. Who wants to live in a world that you're afraid of? Nobody. So turn off the garbage as often as possible and go out and sit in a park, get a picnic basket, Go to your local park, sit under a tree, and have some fun time with your family. Uh, bring a board game. Play some cards. But do something that is not filling your mind with death and disaster every time that you turn it on. You know, like I studied media when I was in college, and one of the teachers said to us, she had worked for a major, uh, major newspaper, and she said, what they they drive fear because they know that that's going to keep you coming back because you need to know what's going to happen it it's it's like um almost like they create their own virus like that's the virus the the fear is the virus that is spreading and you keep coming back because you you know you, you're infected with it so the the best thing to do is to get just get into the world without all of the nonsense and you'll see that wow uh, the trees are budding, the birds are flying, the squirrels are running up and down. You know, like um, there's a lot of things that are happening that are kind of relaxing. You know, like I said, sit. when was the last time somebody sat under a tree in a park and just chilled out on the grass? You know, or looked up at the clouds. And I remember I used to do this when I was a kid. We, we used to look at the clouds and then our minds would go wild. Well, that one looks like a hippopotamus, and that one looks like my Aunt Betty. <laughs> right? so, <laughs> and so, you know, we have to do things that are relaxing to our nervous system. Yeah. Otherwise, 
You could forget about your immune system. I always used to count. I, yeah, I used to count the the ninth cloud and concentrate on that. That was cloud nine. And I always heard that was the best cloud to Aww. hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, oh, you, you but I'm so, but I'm so glad you brought up the media. You bring up a good point. You know, the media is all the doom and gloom, but the media could be ruining our immune system. And you know, the old saying is, "If it bleeds, it leads." And it's got to be yeah. negative. And so that's a good point. The media is actually scaring you. But even worse, they're making your your hormones disrupted. They're making you not sleep at night. So that's ruining. So shut it off. And like you said, just and by the way, when you said to walk and enjoy nature, leave your cell phone at home, right? <laughs> yes. Otherwise, yes. You're, you're tempted. You know, or at least put it off. Yes, you know? or turn on the, uh, the uh, airplane mode. What about alcohol? People yeah. t- turn to that when they're stressed. Does drinking have a negative impact on the immune system? Well, if you if you overdo it, for sure, you know, like anything that you do in excess is going to damage your body, right? Not just your immune system, but your whole body. So I know that, uh, like, I live in New York City, and when the pandemic hit, I I kept going outside. That's just my nature. I, I I'm not a fear. I'm not. I don't live in fear. I just kept going outside and going to the park. And I noticed that all of the stores were closed, with the exception of the um, uh, food stores. And the alcohol stores, like the the beer and wine stores were open. They didn't close, but everything else closed. The gyms closed, uh, the meditation centers, like everything was closed except for where you could get food and where you could get alcohol. So I know that there is a huge drive for alcohol. And boy, is it fun. And it can be relaxing if it's used safely and in moderation. And even, you know, like I, I'm a big fan of using herbal tinctures, and those are in an alcohol base. Because alcohol gets something into your cells very quickly. So with that in mind, you have to understand that it's an extreme food. Alcohol is an extreme food. So don't do it in excess. And, you know, like if you want to relax, go get a massage. Go get your feet rubbed. You know, there's so many other ways to relax. Take a bath, an Epsom salt bath. There's so many more better ways to relax that won't crash your immune system or keep you up at night. You know, how many times have you you overdone it on the alcohol and you're up in the middle of the night, um, dry, you got to get water. Yeah. (laughs) You go and stumble to the bathroom in the middle of the night. You know, it disrupts sleep, which is not good. It'll throw your hormones out of balance. So we got to be careful with that stuff. Now, if you want a little drink once in a while, then great. But don't count on that to reduce your stress. The stress is, uh, needs to be reduced in other ways. Yeah, you bring a good point. Alcohol will help you fall asleep, but then you wake up. And as you mentioned, you know, deep quality sleep helps your immune system. So it's a catch-22. So actually drinking yes. can destroy your immune system because you're not getting that deep sleep at night. You know, so that's that's, that's, that's correct. A, that's a good point. Now, you're a big advocate of cooking healthy meals at home. And so many listeners, they always say, oh, I don't have the time. They use that excuse and they'd rather use the microwave or go, you know, the quick and easy drive through. What advice can you share when people are using that dreaded word time? Oh, well, you, they they don't have time to cook a meal, but they have time to binge watch Netflix. Right. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. I I look what happened to all the television shows. People are binge watching them like crazy. Um, I'm going to suggest that if you don't have time now, you have to make time for it later, like at the hospital. (laughs) Oh, yeah, good point. (laughs) You know, yeah, so preventatively, preventatively, it really doesn't take that much time to cook a meal. It's just that we are um, in the mentality that 
uh, let's let somebody else do the cooking or uh, fast food, junk food, you know, they get it here quick and get it over with. But but that's not the way that it, it should be or it could be to boost your health, right? So I remember uh, when I was growing up, the family used to sit around to meals and we would have actual conversations with each right. other. And, you know, you got to see who your mother and your father was and the family dynamic. And And nowadays there's less and less and less and less. It's almost non-existent or maybe on a Sunday afternoon, right? The family gets together. But I think that if we take the time to nourish ourselves with a good quality uh, meal and then sit down with our family, well, now we're creating a sense of safety and nourishment at the same time, meaning this is my tribe, this is my family, these are the people that love me and that I love. Uh, So you're not in the world by yourself. And oftentimes, like if you look at what happened over the past year, Dr. Friedman, with um, suicides, just skyrocketing and a lot of it was people felt desperate and alone they were locked away by themselves but human beings we we need social we need social interaction we need we you know that's part of uh, in in the strongest immunity in the world in the in the areas around the world that have the highest uh longest lived people and the people with the strongest immune systems they all have a strong sense of community right this is where they support each other so um, I remember when I was growing up, we would take the neighbors, uh, oh, here's a casserole, you know, like, or come on over right. on a Saturday and we'll all have a meal together. So I think that cooking has been pushed aside for the drive to make money, 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 money. And in our drive to make money and keep going and push the grind, it, we've ne- neglected our meals, we've neglected our family, we've neglected ourselves. Yes. And I think that's a big problem. So true. Nourishment is key. It is the key. And you brought up, you know, the Netflix, but social media too. Everybody's, they're thinking, well, what are you talking about? I got 5,000 friends. I've got more friends than my parents. But yeah, but could you recognize them if they were in front of you? No, because the Photoshop picture looks nothing like them. That's right. That's right. You've never met these people. That's right. That's so you probably funny. pass them on the street, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Street, not even know who they are. That's so yeah. funny. Hey, what I hear a lot of controversy about when it comes to immune system about coffee. Some say it's good and healthy. Some say it's gut destructive and it's bad for the immune system. I'm curious, what's your view? What's your view on the morning java, good or bad? Well, um, I used to be a morning java person myself, Uh Probably 20 years ago, I was a four to five cup a day person because I didn't have any energy, right? So that was one of the reasons why I reached out for morning coffee was because I was exhausted. And I was exhausted because I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating well and I was overworking. So I think that coffee is a stimulant and it serves its purpose, but it also is a drainer, right? So coffee has an extreme bitter flavor and that bitter flavor drains energy and it drains the fluids and it drains the body, right? So uh, you drink coffee and sometimes immediately you have to go to the bathroom, right? It's that excitatory stimulant. It pushes everything out, literally. Um, So I think that if you have a very strong body and it's overheated (laughs) and it needs to cool down because coffee is, is, that bitter flavor is also also very cooling, um, then I don't think it's that bad but if you're not, if you're, if you have a body that is tired and weak and exhausted, uh, then I would say absolutely no coffee. 
because it's going to drain you further. You're going to need more coffee for more energy. It's not going to be good for you in the long run, right? So there are some people that can handle that coffee, you know, like they're the old Italians that drink the espresso every day and they have a strong, healthy body, but that's not everyone. So you have to see where you are. If you are already exhausted, then coffee's not for you. Yeah, good point, good point. Time flew by. I want to thank you so much for joining us and sharing always your great energy level and, of course, the great immune-boosting insights. Uh, Hopefully people took good notes. To learn more about Andrea, go to andreabeeman.com. And while there, be sure and check out the books and recipes and articles and videos that she has available. You can sign up for her free newsletter and receive all the latest health info sent directly to your inbox. You can follow Andrea on Facebook at Andrea Beeman one and on instagram she's at andrea beeman to follow me on twitter and facebook i'm at dr david friedman on instagram i'm at dr d friedman if you heard something today that would benefit somebody you know send them a link to this podcast it's available to yourgoodhealthradio.com or radiomd.com and check out our podcast library share these segments with friends family co-workers and on social media sharing is caring you can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and itunes more to come stay tuned and stay immune.